Tuesday, the 5th of September, 2017. It is not my purpose to attempt a real autobiography. I simply want to tell the story of my experiments with truth. As my life consists of nothing but those experiments. Mahat Gandhi. This morning we begin our autumn term at homeschool. There, will, there is always that feeling of excitement that that changing routine brings. We rise much earlier, the children are excited at the prospect of a new term and are wanting the discipline of a set and structured day. They get washed and dressed and have their breakfast without any fuss. They know the drill. Occasionally, during the holiday, if the weather is really bad, and too bad even to put on our wellies and splosh along for a walk, the children will claim an, a, a pyjama day and stay in pyjamas and dressing gowns all day, a kind of protest against the weather. Keeping them indoors, this becomes a Lego day, or making day, or just find a good book and snuggle up on the sofa day. This morning is clearly first day of term day, a new page for them to write on, both metaphorically and literally. Having spent pretty much of last term studying the Romans and discovering the amazing legacy of innovations that they left with us, this morning we are bracing ourselves against the Saxons. Jonty is very keen to get started and I have just been told by him that it is ten to nine Therefore, it's time to start. Homeschool went very well, and the children, in spite of having run feral all the summer, they did take a little settling down. We always start the day with a quiet reflective time and some simple prayers, and then read from the Bible. This covers the children's religious instruction, part of our timetable, and seems to set the mood of the day. I've always felt very sad that so many schools no longer have morning assembly. I remember with great warmth the wise words of excellent head teachers and favourite hymns sang with gusto and at full capacity of one's lungs. Some schools are once again realising the lost value of this practice and are reintroducing assemblies back into the school timetable. The daily practice of the entire school gathering together in praise, in my opinion, was invaluable. On the subject of David and our veganism, we have both been going great guns and finding it much easier than we thought that we would. However, David this morning, who has been taking some supplements on a daily basis, such as vitamin B12, which can be difficult to get as a vegan, although not impossible, and vitamin D, picked up his supplement bottle and exclaimed, Cod liver oil? This is cod liver extract. What? I've been telling everyone that I'm a vegan and I've been ingesting cod's liver. He was horrified and utterly incredulous. He had been so proud of himself, taking a giant leap from sneaky meat-eater and would be, if he could, carnivore, to veganism, while proudly wearing the badge as he bought, which says, Have I told you that I'm a vegan yet? And all the time, although a vegan in spirit, he hasn't been one in fact. But, however, it was soon remedied. No more capsules of cod liver oil. And it has drawn our attention 
to the fact that so many capsules are made of fish gelatine. Some are often bone gelatine. Incidentally, he has given me permission to tell you this story, as he says we should speak about vulnerabilities, as well as things that are successful in. I agree wholeheartedly, although, if that is going to be the case, I think that this book will have many amusing moments. But hey-ho, on this sort of subject, I am sometimes asked about what sort of makeup I use. In truth, I wear very little, usually nothing, most of the time, but if I'm dressing up to go out somewhere, I usually use a little lipstick. There is a lot of animal cruelty that goes on in the production of makeup, which is completely unacceptable to me. PETA, an excellent organisation that supports anti-vivisection and vegetarian and vegan lifestyles, is well worth joining. They give lots of information on unbelievable experiments that are perpetrated against innocent animals. Rabbits who cannot blink are used for testing shampoo, which are dripped into their eyes and many other cruel practices. There are many cruelty-free companies who also do not buy any products from China, where they have no restrictions. I like Neil's Yard Remedies, Pixie, Paul Mitchell, their hair care people who refused to buy from China when they discovered their practices. Sikin Iceland, which is 100% vegan, and Lush, which my daughter Carla is very keen on, and of course the Body Shop, which was always a front leader. Dr Hershka have been ethical since 1967. I do hope that by the time that you read this, many years in the future, you will be rightfully horror-struck that we do and such dreadful things to our fellow creatures. A few days ago, I told you that we had prepared and stocked a very old, large but sound fish tank, and now that we have fish, we have now given them all names. We have a catfish whose job is to keep the tank clean, named Augustus Bottomley, a shoal of small fish called Stephen. There are four shrimps, Sylvanus, Nick Crompton, Poldark and Scott Sterling. There are goldfish called Jeffrey, Trevor and Bubbles. There are four stripy water snails called Bernie and Sam. The children are absolutely fascinated by them. It has given them an interest in all things aquatic. We've been very careful not to overstock the tank and to make it as environmentally friendly as we can. I'm hoping that this new interest of the children in the fish tank and the life within it will give them awareness and greater sense of responsibility for our oceans. So far, they have fed the fish regularly and on time and will help clean the tank out when the time comes. I often ponder the future for our beautiful seas and as I have said before, the current evidence for the future is not good. I cannot bear to think that you, my dear ones, have inherited the future from us and are living in a world of barren seas. I was reading a little while ago in an excellent book, which I thoroughly recommend, entitled Planetwise, written by Dave Bookless. Some very interesting facts and would like to quote a passage from this book. We live in a time of increasing fear about the Earth's future. Respected scientists and economists tell us we are overusing the Earth's resources and unleashing forces beyond our control. 
Some predict a complete collapse of human civilization, with billions of people dying through drought, famine, flood and disease. Others believe we have a chance if we make rapid and major changes to the way we live. It is all too easy to lose all hope for the future. Yet as Christians we can hope. Sustainability is the new holy grail. It's about living in a way that leaves enough of the Earth's resources for future generations and other species. We believe that God is committed to looking after this in search of sustainability. He is the sustainer. That doesn't mean we sit back and do nothing, as we'll see later. God has given human beings a special responsibility in caring for the planet. However, it means we don't have to despair. Our small actions may seem too little, too late. On their own, yet God is committed to including us in his plans. He can take our small efforts and weave them into his purposes in sustaining and renewing the earth. Unquote. These words are such a comfort, and I am comforted by the thought that when you read these words written to you, my darlings, it will mean that all is well and that the Genesis movement made it through to you and your time, and that God did just that, and you are renewed and restored, living in an even better world than we are living now. Hosea 4, 1, 3 Hear the word of the Lord, you Israelites because the Lord has a charge to bring against you who live in the land. There is no faithfulness, no love, no acknowledgement of God in the land. There is only cursing, lying and murder, stealing and adultery. They break all bounds, and bloodshed follows bloodshed. Because of this the land mourns, and all who live in it waste away. The beasts of the field and the birds of the air and the fish of the sea are dying. 